Hello and welcome to NetCast, where we are taking an in-depth approach to sharing the good news about Jesus Christ. I am your host, Mark Hatfield, and I hope that you are encouraged by these studies in the Word of God. We invite your feedback and would love to have you as a regular part of our listening audience. Please stay with us for today's message. Warning, the following material is intended for mature audiences. While this is a Bible study, the Song of Songs is written with references to sexual themes, intimate textual innuendos, and suggestive figurative language that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It is recommended that you approach this book from God with pure motives and pray that His will in preserving these song lyrics can be a blessing to you. It is advisable that if you have been enjoying this podcast with young ears present, that you refrain from doing so at this time. Wait until you are in a private setting to continue. Thank you for taking this word of caution into consideration as we begin today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me as we enter the last chapter of the Song of Songs to look at chapter 8, verses 1 through 4 in a message titled, Love Acceptable. We are in the month of February, where couples will generally celebrate their love on Valentine's Day and do something nice together. Well, this happens to be my lovely wife's birthday as well, so I have a dual responsibility on that day. Nevertheless, we need to be able to show our significant other that we love them, not only on holidays, but each and every day of the week. Now, before we start this show, we need to answer the trivia question from the last episode, and I wanted to know, in Song of Songs chapter 8 and verse 1, Why does the young girl in our song wish that her lover could be her brother? Let us now read the context for the lesson, and then I will provide the correct answer. In Song of Songs chapter 8, verses 1 through 4, we find these words. Oh, that you were like a brother to me, who nursed at my mother's breasts, If I found you outdoors, I would kiss you. No one would despise me either. I would lead you and bring you into the house of my mother who used to instruct me. I would give you spiced wine to drink from the juice of my pomegranates. Let his left hand be under my head and his right hand embrace me. I want you to swear, O daughters of Jerusalem, do not arouse or awaken my love until she pleases. Now it appears that if her lover were a brother to her, she would be able to show affection to him in the public square without being despised or ridiculed. Lovers did not have this luxury in this day and time in which this song was written. We begin today in chapter 8, still wondering if the invitation of the end of chapter 7 was accepted. It is interesting to note that in this chapter there seems to be a continued longing for love and yet it appears that they are not able to fulfill these desires yet. The girl here has now brought herself to a mental place of passion, and she begins to see herself in his arms, embraced by her lover, and the text never says that this actually happens, but rather that the girl wants it to come to pass. Again, she pleads with her conscience to not let desire run wild until the time and place are appropriate. As we mentioned earlier, the song does not have a plot or a storyline, that must show a sequence of events to be followed from start to finish. It is probably most accurate to see this next section as the time when the two young people are in the premarital state, looking forward again to the marriage day and the love that they will be able to share, 
or maybe they're thinking of that time and reigniting similar feelings from the time before their marriage. While it may seem like a strange request, and at first we may not understand it, the beloved tells the lover that she wishes he was like a brother to her so that she could kiss him and not be despised by others. We must understand that the public display of affection was despised by the local community unless it was within a family unit between a brother and a sister. And while she wants to be more than a sister to him in their lovemaking, she wishes for a time when they can have the acceptance of the locals in their passionate expressions. Even if you were married, the open display of love was not acceptable to other onlookers, although it is becoming more of an acceptable practice today. So she wants to forget about all the man-made stipulations and that she wants to be intimate with her lover. Go back and read chapter 7, verse 11. Next, verse 2 builds on the previous one as she says that if he were a brother to her, she could even take him into her own home and be intimate with him. Now to us, this makes no sense because we would expect the boy to be on his best behavior in front of the in-laws. Yet once we understand that the mother's house is poetically referring to the womb where motherhood is housed, we will see this passage in a vastly different light. Since we already know that the spices mentioned here had to do with their intimate sexual activity, we should not wonder what she has on her mind here. She demonstrates the closeness she desires with her lover by repeating the words, Let his left hand be under my head, and his right hand embrace me. Go back and read chapter 2 and verse 6 to see that same phrase. She is not speaking of this as a reality, but as a possibility that she desires to transpire. She says, I would lead you. I would give you these things. It is almost like we are repeating the sequence right before the wedding again, as passion is running high and they are looking for a way to fulfill it. In verse 4, the call to the daughters is heard again to not arouse love until it pleases. Something is keeping them from intimacy. What else could it be besides marriage? Verse 4 begins the final cycle of the song as there seems to be a clear break at this point in the text with the plea to the daughters of Jerusalem. But notice the similarities between verse 5 and the previous wedding scene in chapter 3 and verse 6. The question here is asked, who's coming up? While the answer is already known, it is the beautiful girl that they are referring to in this text. It is even better rendered as an exclamation than a question, look, who's coming up? Once again, we see the couple looking for a public approval as the girl arrives with her lover in the public arena, and many questions are asked by onlookers in these situations. Will he be able to provide for her? Is she going to be a good wife and mother as she cares for the home? Are they truly in love with each other, or is this simply infatuation? This brings us to our spiritual application section for today. And often in our relationships with the Lord, we find it challenging to nurture our love for Him in the midst of a world that has made it more and more strange or even illegal in some arenas to openly express worship and service to Him. We long for the day when we are eternally together and out of the limitations placed on us in this world. And while we long for Him and His eternal presence where there will be no holds barred, we will be safe in the arms of Jesus and no barriers will stand in between. Now let's conclude with our questions. Number one, do you think that new couples often experience similar feelings as the girl in our song? Do people judge you if you openly express affection in public circles? Number two, while we find it odd that she wants to be his sister to allow them to show affection to one another, how can we relate this to relationships in our modern world? 
Number three, do you think it is important to wait until marriage to enter into intimacy? Number four, why do you think the lyrics of the song seem to have reverted back to a time that appears to be prior to their wedding day? And number five, reflect again on why it is important to put a restraint on awakening love before the time is right. Well, this brings our show to a close for today. If you enjoy these messages and want to continue listening, next time we will study Song of Songs chapter 8 verses 5 through 7 in a message titled, The Ceiling of Love. Thank you for listening. Although we are wrapping up season four of the podcast, I want to continue to extend the special offer that is connected with the Love Awakening series. If you partner with Netcast during this season, I will be sending you the complete text outline of the Song of Songs, but I will also include the supplemental PowerPoint to guide you in your study. If you want to become a partner or make a donation, you can send PayPal donations using netcasthost at gmail.com or visit patreon.com forward slash netcast to learn more about how you can get on board with this podcast. If you are not able to support this ministry effort financially at this time, would you please consider doing one of the following? First, please subscribe and continue to be a dedicated listener. Next, please share Netcast with your friends and family and encourage them to subscribe. Finally, consider leaving a review for the podcast so that your positive feedback could encourage others to listen. Take a few moments after we sign off to visit our website at netcasthost.com. Here you will find transcripts of the podcast on the blog. You can sign up for the free newsletter, become a member, and join Netcast absolutely free, which will give you access to hidden portions of the podcast host site like our members forum and so much more. Don't forget to check out our social media sites on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to like and follow the podcast there as we use these sites to keep you current on what is happening at Netcast. All new episodes are announced on these media outlets. Before I leave you today, I want to ask you a trivia question for the next episode. In Song of Songs chapter 8 and verse 6, what two places on the body does the seal need to be placed on the lover? If you know the answer, please visit our trivia link on the website at netcasthost.com forward slash trivia. If you provide the correct answer, you could be featured on the next episode. God bless you richly in Jesus Christ, our Lord.